Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. Linus Rare Earth is proposing to dump over 1 million tonnes of radioactive waste in landfill in the pristine tropical rainforest near the city of Kwantan in Malaysia. The forest reserve at Bukit Kitam is linked to the water catchment that supplies water to over 90% of the population in Kwantan. Linus has submitted a massive environmental impact statement to the Malaysian authorities, but it's light on safeguards and is seeking to carve out the forest for its dump. Joining me on today's program is Lee Tan, an activist with AidWatch, currently working to stop the waste dump. Lee starts here by introducing herself. Hello, I'm Lee Tan. Uh, I'm a long-term environmental campaigner activist and also involved in um, a a fair bit of international development work in the Asia-Pacific region. Thanks, Lee, and welcome. Um, So Linus is uh, um, proposing to dump some um, toxic waste from um, rare earth mineral processing in an area in Malaysia called Kwantan. Firstly, can you tell us who or what is Linus and then tell me about their proposal to dump this toxic waste? Yes, Linus is an Australian rare earth mining company listed in the Sydney Stock Exchange since um, in the 2000s. They own a rare earth mineral uh, ore mine in in an area called Mount Well in Western Australia. And they mine and concentrate this ore mineral from the mine and then um, train it to Fremantle uh, and export it um, over 600 kilometers, no, 6,500 kilometers the port of Kuantan in Malaysia. Now, Kuantan is a city. Um, it's just actually newly declared city with about half a million people um, in the metropolitan area. And it's a you know, fairly heavily populated, ever-expanding city in the east coast of Peninsula, Malaysia. And you mentioned about the radioactive waste. We're not talking about small amount of waste. Even in the desert of Australia, uh, where, where there's mega mining activities happening, this waste is considered quite significant. Uh, and Quant- Malaysia is like in tiny. It's probably smaller than the... Um, some that amount of waste we're talking about one over one million cubic meter, or something like two hundred, about two hundred thirty thousand forty foot container load. Um, yeah, basically, if you line forty foot container road, stretches about two hundred fifty eight two hundred sixty kilometers um, long. So we're talking about a huge amount of radioactive, and this waste is contaminated with um, long, what we call long leaf of thorium and uranium. 
Um, these two are very hazardous um, radioactive material. They have long half-life, they're not highly radioactive, but when they decay, um, the, the um, progeny in the decaying chain, some of them are very highly radioactive, radon, radium, uh, polonium, and so on and so forth. And you know, once they are experiment, hazardous to human um, and all living thing, when we inhale or ingest it, um, you know, either through water or soil particles or contaminated uh, food items. So, you know, in, in advanced country, there are regulations um, on how to manage this waste uh, and these substances containing um, thorium and uranium, especially. So it's not something to be taken lightly. In the area in Kwantan where this proposed um, toxic waste or radioactive waste is proposed to be dumped, also includes waterways and um, the main water source for the people living in Kwantan. Is that correct? Absolutely. Not only that it will contaminate um, the greater Kwantan water supply, be, you know, because of the location in, um, in a forest reserve upstream of the water catchment. Um, the, the forest reserve itself is a very highly significant um, tropical rainforest. One of the remnants of rainforest left close to Quant the city of Kwantan. And in the town's um, urban plan, it's meant to be you know, a reserve that's protected for the enjoyment and recreational um, activities of the city. And yet, you know, this proposal is actually um, making it a very hazardous area, um, which is out of bound for the public. Um, and, you know, plus it, it will be contaminating uh, the surrounding environment, uh, both surface and groundwater. I mean, we're talking about a wet tropical country here, not like the arid area in Australia where you don't get much of a rainfall. I mean, in Kwantan, during the monsoon, um, you can get rainfall up to like over 200 meters. Uh, sorry, I mean, two, two, um, yeah, two meters a day. And that's, I mean, there's not many places in Australia they get two meters of rain in a year, let alone a day. So flood, floods or flooding are common occurrence in this region. Um, to locate a radioactive waste dump that contain, you know, long leave radio news is a disaster in the making. Essentially, um, it will subject current and future generations permanently to the hazards. Um, the problem with radioactive hazards is that um, they are cumulative over one's lifetime, you know, whether you're a plant, animal, or humans. And that um, when radionuclide enters our body, it can, well, usually what it does is it actually um, damage our DNA or our genetic um, uh, makeup. Um, and that can be passed down to, to offsprings. 
um, and it can accumulate, you know, through time. So it is very highly hazardous, which is why in Australia there are stringent regulations against, uh, I mean, in managing them. And also in the US, all you need is 0.05% uh, um, content in any material um, with uh, thorium or uranium, they have to go into a radioactive, a, a designated radioactive waste dump. But what Linus is proposing is not even a proper waste dump. It's more like a municipal landfill, you know, just with a cap on, um, but also in a, in a re area which is, um, you know, not that suitable geologically and hydrologically and climatically. Why is it that this is tolerated by local government, like the Kwantan local okay. government? How are they tolerating this? The, it's partly out of ignorance, but it's mainly due to corruption. Um, as you and your listener may know or may not, that Malaysia is a highly corrupt country. Um, you know, the infamous 1MDB scandal that has rocked the world financial system is one fine example of how a little country like Malaysia, oil rich, no doubt, um, managed to kind of, you know, uh, send kind of strong signal to the financial sector through the 1MDB scandal. Um, which is a high-level corruption scandal by the former Prime Minister Najib Razak. So Kuantan and, and the state of Pahang, where Kuantan is located, is um, the yeah, it's basically Razak Najib uh, Najib Razak's um, area uh, electoral, and also is the current king or agong. Um, Hometown, oh well, it's his basically jurisdiction under that kind of constitutional monarchy uh, arrangement. Um, so all of these people are linked to this company in directly or um, indirectly. For example, um, one of the former prime minister, the very pro-industry prime minister Mahathir Mohammad. Um, who many people might have associated with, um, you know, being a, a authoritarian and this and every other thing. Um, his son was awarded a nine million contract uh, by Linus back in 2010, 2011. Um, and because of that, you know, Linus got backing from very powerful political leaders, oh, well, politicians in Malaysia. And this particular dump, is linked with a company owned previously by the regent of uh, Paha. Um, the regent is the son of the Sultan or Agong, the king, the current king. Um, so all that sort of political, a political connection um, means that Linus is getting a lot of uh, high level support um, at the expense of ordinary people. There are many kind of, um, you know, different level of understanding at the community level. The people who are most opposed to it are the better educated, um, yeah, upper middle class, middle class um, citizens or residents. The people who ignorantly supported it 
other people who lives around the area who's been basically um, brainwashed or greenwashed or whitewashed by the company um, from you know jobs and from giving out perks and yeah different types of goodies at various Linus organized community events. Um, and people in Malaysia are not quite clear what sort of company Linus Rare Earth is. They think Linus is a huge Australian mining company, when really, um, in the scheme of things in Australia, Linus is just a really small, speculative one project, um, which is expanding, uh, you know, the advantage in exploiting Malaysia um, to play out and play up its geopolitical importance, um, taking advantage of the US-China trade war. Initially, the Japan-China trade war, which um, granted Linus a very generous loan from the Japanese government um, and the private enterprise, so this. And then later it went to US to play, yeah, to take advantage of the US-China trade war and got a small grant for R&D um, from the Pentagon. And now is lobbying the Australian government to, to give it a grant to set up the plant in Kalgoorlie um, because the Malaysian government under the uh, previously popularly elected um, Pakatan uh, Harapan coalition has um, set up a condition for Linus where from 2023, it can only bring in non-radioactive uh, ore for processing in, at the quantum plant. Um, so, but the problem is the waste issue is still not resolved. Usually in Australia, company cannot go ahead and will not be um, issue any operating license until they have given a very clear waste management um, uh, and also the final disposal plan. So this is where it is problematic because the Malaysian government is completely um, well, I don't know, you can call it conned, you can call it, you know, completely captured um, by lines to give it a free hand to do anything it likes, uh, including polluting waterways, um, you know, and taking over rain, rainforest or reserve, um, and undermining citizens' rights to a clean and safe future, um, and livelihood as well. And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. I'm speaking today with Lee Tan from AidWatch about a proposal by Linus Rare Earth to dump over one million tonnes of radioactive waste in a pristine tropical rainforest near the city of Kuantan in Malaysia. I just want to ask, so I, I want to try and delve into a little bit the consequences for people in having this um, toxic waste dumped in their waterways and some of the diseases or health complications that can arise for children, for women, for men as a result of this. What can you tell us about that? Yes. 
Now, I spent uh, about six years of my early career um, time uh, working as a statistician at Peter McCallum Cancer Institute. It was then that I've heard and learned from experts um, the long-term exposure to low-level radioactive materials um, is actually harmful and can cause cancer. There are several types of cancer associated with um, what we call ionizing radiation. That's the form of radiation you get when you um, either in, you know, when, when radionuclides like that found in Linus waste enter your uh, living cells. It can be plant cell, it can be any um, animal cell or human cells. Um, but, you know, if the plant is contaminated, it enters human when you consume that particular plant. If a living organism, which happens to be food for human, like fish and shellfish or seafood or whatever, is eaten by human, that also will, will you know, it will cause um, ionizing radiation in human. Um, now, there's no safe dose of ionizing radiation, which means that, you know, as soon as you've got some, um, if you, as soon as you've ingested, uh, inhaled, uh, or absorbed any uh, materials that are sources of ionizing radiation, in which thorium and uranium are both um, that, um, yeah, you start to experience uh, DNA uh, aberrations or damages. Um, and that will accumulate over your lifetime. Um, so if you're living near any of this kind of facility um, with a lot of free-flowing exposed particles um, of thorium and uranium, you will eventually develop cancer. It doesn't take long, uh, depending on how much you absorb. Um, it can be anything from five years, if you, you know, for higher doses, or 10 or 20, or even, you know, several decades later, or even the next generation and, and generations after that. But the hazards will increase with time until the source is removed. And because of the long timeline, um, yeah, it just means that, you know, people in Kwantan, if this uh, proposal is adopted, will be subject to the hazards of uh, line, from lineless waste forever, and it will get worse with time. And by then, liners will not be there again, you know, well, to operate or to clean up, um, and the whole Malaysia will have to uh, deal with, you know, the cost of cleanup, and it's really difficult and messy. Given what you talked about in, in relation to the propensity or the likelihood or even the inevitability of getting cancer as a result of exposure to this toxic waste, what about the workers who are responsible for managing, handling and, in fact, dumping that toxic waste? What's the situation for them? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, particularly people who are handling the, the radioactive waste. I don't think, you know, they are well informed enough about the occupational health and safety and the radiation hazards because Linus has persistently, um, 
you know, claim in local media that its operation is based on um, zero harm and were best practice. Although we know from our um, examination of its waste management and and um, and and all that, that it is you know not even up to basic standard, let alone international best practice. Um, yeah, women particularly. I mean, Linus has several times, you know, in the media claimed that it is a, um, a, a gender kind of uh, empowering uh, employer, um, you know, boasting about employing young women to work in the, in the factory floor. And that's where, you know, not only you get the radioactive particles, but you also get the rare earth particles. Um, yeah, found in the air and perhaps even enriched in pipes and um, yeah, what we call for enrichment, um, where the concentration is much higher in certain um, area of the plant floor. And again, you know, these women, they're childbearing age, young, um, they had no idea that they would be ingesting um, hazardous material, which may, you know, and which will potentially impact um, their future and their family and so on and so forth and their offspring. Um, quite and, yeah, and in fact, yeah, go on. I was just going to say it's very um, typical of a, a company to have no regard for the workers or the communities that they're destroying in service of um, making a profit. But Lee, as we're coming to the end mm. of the uh, the show, I just wanted to ask you, obviously there is a campaign to try and stop this um, this waste dump and stop Linus from being able to win approval for its waste dump. Tell me a bit about the campaign, including the international aspects of it. Yeah, look, the campaign, the campaign has started back in 2011 We've tried everything to try and stop the operating license from being issued. Sadly, you know, because of the Najib um, government at that time, uh, we couldn't stop it. And there was a glimmer of hope when the um, slightly better um, government um, under the name of Pakatan Harapan in 2018 was elected. They did do a review of um, the Linus operation. Um, it wasn't, you know, 100% satisfactory, but the environment minister did um, put a cap on Linus, you know, to stop it from importing further radioactive containing ore from 2023 and, and to force it also to manage the waste uh, by this year. But unfortunately, that government has been um, toppled through an internal coup. So we're back to um, square one in that sense. So now we're taking the campaign more internationally. Uh, and in Australia, through AidWatch, um, it's an NGO that looks at foreign um, policy, looking at Australia's influence, and particularly looking at the um, injustice from so-called transitional um, energy, you know, in, in response to climate change, which is very relevant to the uh, Linus case. Globally, there is a campaign 
to urge government to reduce their carbon emission and to adopt renewable energy. Um, but what we are also trying to campaign is this uh, transition has to be clean, just, and safe, um, both for the global north and the global south. Um, and in this case, the injustice is very stark. And that's something that we will uh, uh, continue to campaign on. Um, in Australia, we will be lodging a complaint against Linus through the OECD guidelines for cooperation, um, which is handled by the Australian National Contact Point at Treasury. I mean, we recognize that it's going to be challenging given that we have a right-wing Morrison government that's very pro-mining uh, and also anti-China. Um, and worst of all, we have Matthias Corman, who's just been appointed the Secretary General for the OECD. But globally, there is um, you know, network of NGOs um, formed to watch the OECD. Um, so through that, we hope that Linus will be put on the spotlight. Um, and, and from that international pressure, uh, it can lend um, uh, more power to ordinary Malaysians campaigning for a clean and sustainable future. That was Lee Tan from AidWatch talking about a proposal by Linus Rare Earth to dump over 1 million tonnes of radioactive waste in a pristine tropical rainforest near the city of Kuantan in Malaysia. And that's all we've got time for on today's program of Accent of Women. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week. Shut up, Rabha, we do.